The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to this radio broadcast of Shi'ar Jeshub. Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and today we will be returning to the Heavenly Authority series, written and taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. The Heavenly Authority series is a very thorough and extensive study that was presented over a several-year period. The program we are listening to today was preached in 2004, which you will understand from the news item he references. Before we go into the Sunday message, let me invite you to join us on the web at www.shiarjashub.org. You'll find information on our church and services, an archive of radio programs for serious Bible study, and insightful commentaries by Pastor Greg. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo as he teaches from 1 Kings chapter 2 on David's final instructions to Solomon, and I believe you will find it an important message for all ministers today. Last time we saw David's last instructions uh, for leadership to Solomon in 1 Kings chapter 2 and verse 2. He tells his son Solomon first off, he says to him, Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. And Christian leaders must be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong and prove yourself a man was the first message of David to Solomon who would be taking over the kingship. Then in verse 3 of 1 Kings chapter 2, David says, And keep the charge of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn. Christian leaders must obey and testify to the Word of God, to the Bible, and not just part. His commandments, his statutes, his judgments, his testimonies. If a Christian leader, if a minister is getting up and not preaching from the Bible, is not himself being led by the scriptures, something is terribly wrong. Because this is the foundation of our authority. This Bible is the foundation. The Lord Jesus Christ is the foundation of our authority. And woe to those who destroy the very foundation on which they should stand. Any Christian or so-called Christian minister that gets up and just has a social gospel, just tells the people nice things they want to hear, and never speaks about Jesus Christ, never encourages them to read this word, that is no form of leadership. What would you think of a president who didn't know the Constitution, who knew nothing about the laws of the United States, would you want such a man to be your leader as president? What would you think about a baseball umpire 
who didn't know the rules of baseball, who did not encourage the players to follow the rules, who changed the rules as time went on. You would not want that man leading the results of that game. Why in Christianity should we have any respect for Christian leaders who destroy the foundation on which they stand, who do not tell the people that they need to be saved through Jesus Christ, who break the commandments, the testimonies, the statutes. There are today in churches that call themselves Christian in our land, great splits happening. There was one that happened this week in the Methodist church as one portion of the church is ordaining a woman who is a lesbian and has her lover for so many years, and another section of the church met in Pittsburgh, and they denounced it, and they said, we will not allow this to happen. The same thing that happened in the Anglican church is happening in the Methodist church. Throughout our land, there is this division that's going on between those who really believe what they preach, that there is a God, that he has a will, and that if we are his servants, we must be submissive to that will and teach his way, his statutes, his commandments, his decrees, his testimonies. And those that just want to use the church, they want to use the buildings, they want to use the power structure of it, but they believe not in the God of the Bible. They don't believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They don't believe that we need to be saved through the cross of Jesus. And they will only use a few words of, the, of this Bible as they see fit, but they do not believe it is the very word of God. When David instructs Solomon, he says to him, look, you must keep the charge of the Lord your God. If you're going to be Israel's leader, you must understand that Israel stands only because Yahweh, Almighty God, is her God. God is her God, and you must walk in his ways. Your leadership does not give you the right to change God. You cannot take God because you're a leader and make him what you want him to be. Rather, you must recognize who he is, and you, if you're going to lead the people, must be the very first to submit yourself onto him, to submit yourself onto his way, and to be obedient and to take care how you walk, that you keep all that is written, that you may prosper in all that you do wherever you turn. Christian leaders must be strong in the Lord and they must keep his holy word. And woe to any viper that breaks the word of God and then teaches others to do the same. Jesus had some very sharp words for the hypocrites, for those who are going into Gehenna and they lead others, blind men leading the blind into a pit. Then in the parallel section of 1 Chronicles, in 1 Chronicles chapter 28 and verse 9, after he tells him to be strong, after he tells him to submit to God, to submit to his ways, that God's will, his ways must be done, David instructs him in uh, chapter 28 verse 9, he tells Solomon, know, know the God of your father. Know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches 
all hearts and understands the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cut you off forever. And here, David is speaking about the right motivation. What type of motivation should there be to the leader, to the Christian leader, to the leader of the people? The right attitude of those who believe in God and lead the people. Notice he tells them, know the God of your father. How can you instruct others? How can you lead Israel, Solomon, if you don't know God yourself? It's not enough that David knows him. Solomon has to know him. It's not enough that a church may have a, a leader, a great evangelist, as a founder of that church. The leaders now have to know God and serve him. He who seeks to be first must be the very last, Jesus said, and the servant of all. Those who are in leadership in the church are not there to be just lifted up and praised and given high positions. They're there to serve God. They're his servants. And they're there not to serve him half-heartedly or begrudgingly. He says, know, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart. The servants of the Lord God Almighty must be loyal to him. If someone is in some type of Christian ministry and they're not loyal to Jesus Christ, just think of the contradiction. A Christian minister not loyal with their whole heart to Jesus Christ. What type of minister is that? And you would expect all types of heresy, abominations, sin, wrong practices to creep into such a situation, right? Because if you're loyal to Jesus Christ, if you desire to serve him, you are going to study his word, you're going to seek him in prayer, and it's not going to be our will, but his will be done. But a person that plays and toys with God, that plays with the ministry, that plays with the things of Christianity, that person will compromise to just have people flock into his church. He'll change the word of God. He'll do whatever is necessary for power and position. And there's no loyalty to God. Solomon, you have to serve him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind. Your heart has to be loyal. Your mind has to be willing. For, you know, you can fool everybody else, but God, David tells him, searches. The Lord searches and understands the intent of the thoughts. He knows why you do what you do. And you might look very holy, very solemn, very sacred to the people as you get up there and make a proclamation. But Solomon... Christian leaders, ministers, God knows why you do what you do, and he knows what you're thinking, and he knows what you mean when you say it, and he's your judge. You may think you have great power and leadership. You have one who is over you, who don't fear those who can hurt the body. He can throw, throw soul and body into Gehenna. This is a serious thing, and he says, if you seek him, you seek God, he will be found by you. Solomon, do what's right. Seek him. God is faithful. You will find him. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off 
forever. And then he tells him, finally, verse 10, consider now, for the Lord has chosen you. Solomon, you've been chosen by God to build a house for the sanctuary, to build a temple. Be strong. Again, he tells him, be strong and do it. Just do it. You can't fool him. You must be his. You must be his loyal servant. You must have a willing heart in what you do. That's your motivation. Have the right motivation. Be strong and then do it. Do what God has called you and chosen you to do. Be strong and do it. Put your hand to it and fulfill your calling. I hope you found today's study edifying. You can find more Bible study programs on the Shi'ar Jeshub website at www.shiarjeshub.org. Besides this current year's programs, there is an archive of studies, starting with the Book of Genesis. And there are also special topical sermons. You'll also find commentaries written by Pastor Greg. There is an article on Christian responsibility, which I know will help all believers in their walk with the Lord. And Pastor has just added a new in-depth analysis on capitalism, addressing the current debate from a biblical perspective. The address again is www.shiarjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub, and may the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve him.